action. So just really chaos on the water at this point. Danger. This is no game. We're here to do a real job. Adventure. I've been around the world twice and I've seen everything three times. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 8, Weapons Aboard. My name is Darby Dillon. I'm a mass communications specialist second class. I'm from Fontana, California, and this is my sea story. I deployed with the USS Gravely in November of 2015 and I was the only mass communication specialist on the deployment, so I deployed alone. As the deployment went on, whenever they needed anything, a photo, a video, a story, they came to me. And so throughout the deployment, I was constantly called away. MC2 Dillon, quarterdeck MC2 Dillon, galley MC2 Dillon, and it was just MC2 Dillon all the time. I was called away to the captain's cabin. She said that something had happened and the ship was responding. A couple hours went by and we got a little bit more information. Another ship, it's a PC out of Bahrain, the Sirocco. They had captured a fishing vessel that had been suspicious and they inspected it and had found weapons aboard. When we got closer, the captain finally called me away and told me that there was weapons and that she wanted me to go and take pictures of exactly the process of how they were going to acquire the weapons. Once the captain came out, she's like, all right, come aboard. And I've always been the type of person to be really excited. Like, I want to be in the action. I want to be in everything. But when you finally get to that point where you're going to go see the action, everything kind of starts surfacing of, okay, I'm nervous, I'm excited, but I'm scared. And going out there with another great female role model, which was my captain, I think you don't see that a lot. And so you see this woman and she's your captain and you're on the rib and she's leading you to something that is potentially dangerous and she's fearless and you gotta be fearless too because you see her and the way she's acting and you're like, okay, I gotta act the same way. My curiosity was piqued. I had no idea what was about to happen. So when we got to this fishing vessel, it's nothing like we ever see in the States. This fishing vessel is uh, called a Dow and it's hard to describe if you've never seen it. They have a fishing hold where they hold all the fish in there. And so when we got on board, there was already a team that had searched the vessel for any explosives or anything. They found it. They didn't have anything, so now the main interest was these weapons. So there's a tiny, maybe six by six hole in the vessel, and you look down, and that's the fishing hole. The captain goes up first, and she's looking in there. And I look in and all you see is a big fishing net and it's very heavy, it looks like a lot, you don't see anything underneath it. The team that's already on the ship is briefing the captain that all the weapons are underneath there and they just need to lift it up and they needed more assistance so they need to bring more sailors to help lift this net up. So she's like, okay, I give you permission, we're gonna bring more sailors over, we're gonna help you get this net off. They bring more sailors over and I'm standing there watching this whole thing happen. We're pretty far from our own ship, so no one can see exactly what we're doing. You have to be on the ship to know what was going on. The sailors start raising the mat. They have to use like a pulley system since it weighs so much. 
and there was so much of the net and they get the net off and then you finally see white packages. And so they slowly start raising all these packages and they're laying them out so they can count them as they're coming out. And it's just one white package after the other, after the other, after the other. And they're spending so much time on there getting all these white packages out. And we're just wondering like what's in these packages, their weapon, but what exactly is in there? They're not briefing me, they're briefing the captain, so I don't know, but I'm just taking pictures. We were just taking photos of all of this. Once they take them all out, it's just a very empty fishing hole, and it's so much bigger than you thought it was. It's empty now, and everything's all over the fishing vessel, and it's just laid all out there, and all you see is white, big packages. So much was in there, and you're still holding the question of, like, what is in there? We had to figure out a way of getting them back to the ship. The captain gave permission that since there wasn't any explosives on there, they could bring it and moor it to our own ship. When they do that, we basically had to hold all of the fishermen from the vessel. Since they are holding illegal weapons, we couldn't just leave them roaming about the fishing vessel so they wouldn't hurt or harm us. So we tied it up and we start bringing it over, and so then that's when the captain finally decides to call a working party. So then you have 200 sailors lined up there, passing packages from one to the other, from one to the other. When they laid them all out inside of our helicopter hangar, they start to open them since they need to serialize them and take photographs of every single one of them. They spent about a week doing all this, and once it was all done and over with, it came out to, I believe, about 1,500 AK-47s about 29 rocket-propelled launchers and about 15 50 cals. It may not seem like a big number to some people, but if you really think about it, that's a lot of lives that you're saving. You have no idea where those weapons are going. You have no idea the intention of the people receiving those weapons. And it doesn't hit you until you start trying to add up these numbers of 1,500 AK-47s, well, how many people can be killed with one of these weapons? And you start adding up and then you go, a rocket-propelled launcher, like how many homes does that destroy? You start to realize that the nine months that you're out there are worth the sacrifice of not spending with your family to be able to give that opportunity to someone else to spend it with their family. It's crazy to see that. It's not something that you do on a typical nine to five. You don't go around protecting people, and I think sometimes even people in the Navy forget that you are out there protecting people, not only defending America, but defending the world. Sea Stories brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.